Emborrachada de Bacardi Te conocía El convita Sister Terrace For another beautiful episode of The Metiche Monday, bro Come with it, come with it This episode is brought to you by the wonderful people at Grasshopper For all you do, this joins for you Head on in with your Emo Brown Social Club card To get that 15% off oh. Or just hbuds.com. Get it. You don't want to leave your house? Bro, they'll bring it to you. Ding dong, weed is here. Oh, man. I like that. ¿Qué onda, Caesar? ¿Qué pasa, mi chulo? Aquí andas, pero listo tú, güey. Estoy emprendido, listo, cabrón. <laughs> Super. Tienes un mixed greens. Dude, okay. I am drinking Virgin's Best Mixed Greens. Our double IPA. With Grasshopper's Best. Straight up greens. Oh, a toda madre, a toda madre. Bienvenido. Hey, welcome to another episode of Emo Brown, the saddest Mexican. Wait, wait. Get it, boy. Get it. That was a... That was, that a, was a grasshopper-induced <laughs> delayed reaction. <laughs> it sounded cool in my head. I was like, you know what? Le voy a prender el pinche, tú sabes what? El tú sabes what? So, uh... Should we, without further ado, do what we say we were going to do and read off our... Every Matiche Monday, we will be reading to you all. All. Of you beautiful Emo mm. Brown Social Club members currently standing at 95. 95. 95. I was told there was 96. So I don't know where you're at, homeboy. Maybe we missed one, dog. People fall. People rise. People oh, fall. Yeah. yeah. But he'd be one of the newest ones. My boy told me he just signed up. Who that boy? Rudy. I don't see him on there. Go ahead. Neither. Why don't you grace us with the presence of your beautiful voice reading the 95 people on that list? And your voice that'll interrupt me every other name. First off, Michael Beebe. Ay, Senor Beebe. I'll see you in a month for your wedding. Michael Beebe's guys, getting married? Yeah, he's coming back down for That's me. my dog. And uh, he, he texted me right away. He's like, hey, you know it's not eight breweries I've been fired from, right? How many breweries? I don't know. I feel like we legitimately bullied that fool into becoming a member, dog. <laughs> right? See or no? That message you just conveyed, it was like, all right, right here, here, here's a year's fucking annual dues. I'm going to pay up front. You, Can you please correct them and say it's not eight breweries I've been fired from? He's killing it, though. Untied Brewery in New Jersey. Evelyn Bernardi, bienvenido. Sergio Uribe. JP El Chilango, aguitado. We'll figure out a way to get beer out to him. We will figure out to be delivering Wait, out a, to Phoenix. Oh, but he's a, he's a pot or JP Cheese, he don't. Is he a Dodger fan? I don't know. Yeah, we don't send beer out. Is he a Dodger fan? Yeah, I think oh, so. Oh, all right. Sorry, JP. You're yeah. uh, revoked. Nicholas M. Coker. ¿Qué pasó? Giovanni Correa Correa Law Firm. El Colombiano Oficial, right? Bienvenido. He scooped up his Emo Brown Social Club card last week, bro. Hell yeah, Tacos, get it. El Vaquero. I seen them posting about accepting 20% discount wow. 20% I eat two molitas every time I go there that is a grand total of like nine dollars <laughs> I say compita dos molitas and I pull out my car he's like alright good it's free I got let's get it Ben Bikes for Beer Ben Raymond thank you Hexes123 I don't know who you are but, but he's awesome Felipe Meraz Reggie Garcia Aida Tony Wad Maggie Brennan Beatriz Uribe Claudia Chef Valeria, Claudia Sandoval Claudia. Mikey Ferrar, Justin Seleska, your favorite name now. Aaron Justin? Hale. 
Yeah, you were Seleska. Oh, Seleska, like select ska. Matt Lawson, my boy, just chilled with him last night. April, Enrique Montalvo of OnlyFans fame. Kiki. My guy, Hector Mungia, Erika Mendoza, Craig Schreiber, Alberto El Dientitos Pequeñitos, Aguirre. Minitis. Osvaldo Perez, Kevin Lewis, the award motherfucking winning Kevin wah, Lewis. Wah, 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 wah. Michelin, que pasa? Renee him twice now, man. That's a good dude right there. Good people. Christine Benson, Oscar Uribe, Giovanni, Adrián El Abuelo, Judith Basurto, Rafael Garcia, Marino Gomez, Israel Castillo, Is Not Is, having an actual show today, man. Go ahead. A small one in a normal heights where he lives. Yeah, man, there's a house that sets up this like little... Get your talent out there, Playboy. Man. Get it out yeah, there. Yeah, that's my dude right there, man. Talented guy. I want to have him on the show, man. Bring him. El Muskies, I see you upstairs. I smell you Damn. upstairs. Muskie <laughs> smells like grasshopper's finest, bro. And not just like on a weekend, like every, on a Tuesday at 11.45 in the morning. Daniel Angeles, Selena Lugo, La Señora Chicle. La Reina del Duke. Brandon, Sal Maldonado, Antonio Lopez Jr., Josh Dexter, Ricardo Islas, El Dicky Islands, apparently my twin. I don't know how that happened. Dick, nah, bro, your twin plays for the Yankees. Yeah, your, your, your twin's a relief you, you pitcher. You didn't hear about that story, though? No. Oh, I'll tell oh, you that. Bring it. Aisha Ailey, uh, Bridget Utria, Eranaya, number page. Dos, aquí estamos loading right now. Carla Caro, Hector Para, TKO Deli, Sarah Salas, Liquor Store Mike, the Celeb, Sonia Baca, Robert Laura. Sonia Baca, bro, quick timeout right okay. there. <laughs> Sonia Baca. So we want to get to that one. Wifey and myself have been in the markets like to figure out like life insurance, future planning. Because when we opened the brewery, I got to cancel everything. I had to cash in my 401k, everything, everything that we were attached to in order to go all in on the brewery. Right, right, right. I needed to like sever my ties and and, and put it into the pot, whatever was needed. I love pot. And then um, Sonia Baca reached out to us and she she was a sponsor of the uh, one of the 18 holes that we had at the Evil right. Brown, you know, Foundation the Festival, the, foundation the number one. You know, you saw that. You've seen that. We was there. Um, she reached out to me and I said, she, she presented the idea of what she offers. Bro, real talk. Reach out to them. I'll let them give up their their uh, IG handle for future reference. But wifey and I are sitting down, talking about life insurance now because we we need to start all over with that. You know, four hundred one ks, life insurance, mm. post brewery. Uh. So if you're in confusion of how that works, honestly, real talk, reach out. Sonia Baca. Damn, that's not like a commercial fool. <laughs> Yeah, fool. All right. Her Patreon membership just went up. Denise Moreno, Chef Letty, Jimenez. Come on. I see him beating on the drums, right? Boom, 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 boom. Antonio Brito, Angel Fisher, Hernandez, Scott Donnie, Steve Champ with a C, Juarez. Chucapabras, Mr. Ben D. Moss of Hoppy Days fame. Jeff D. Moss or Demos? Dumbass. Dumbass it is. Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> Never stop. Don't the stop. The Latino owner of Ballast Point, uh, Oscar Quimo, Fernando El Doyer. Artist. Oh, that looks important. Oh, no. Let's 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 skip that phone call. All right. Okay. <laughs> Wait. In one month, we're going to look back to this episode and listen to me respond to, ah, let's skip that phone call. <laughs> and we're going to see the result of me oh, skipping God. that phone call. <laughs> Fernando El Doyorarse, Karen, Small Barnett, Rantin Ramos, Alex, Samantha Reina, Paul Costello, J. Escobar, Lieutenant David Lieutenant. Hoyos, not no longer a sergeant. Not Lieutenant Daniel Muskies, hey. Lieutenant David Hoyos, CVPD. Gustavo Gonzalez Jr., El BFF. BFF. Jason Holleran, Danielle Rodriguez, now of Eastsider. 
Oliver Whitney, Julio Palacios, Cristian, Mr. Fucking Hawaiian Long Sleeve Moreno, Turtleneck Wearer <laughs> in Hawaii, ladies and gentlemen, Profe, <laughs> Rodrigo Fernanda, <laughs> Amy, Ernesto Moreno, Prius, Make Me Puke, okay, Junior C. Era, Lo Pro Colombiano, Regional, CTSD, Mr. Gavin himself, Tom Phillips, Veronica Rocha, Alex Aguilar, John. The Italian Muscle, Gennaro, Cesar Torres, the one and only motherfucking God. I love that man. Estela Davila and Ruben Lopez. We are done, fool. You're your one man hype man, bro. Caesar, the motherfucking man. Hey, somebody's got to do it. It might as well start with me, dog. Oh, man. Well, that took us like to 10 fucking minutes just introducing everybody. We got to work on that. But, man. How do you got to work on that? You know, I want to have one full episode. I want one full episode. All we do is from like after that, it just goes into all the names, bro. And we read all the names and see how far we get. A quick aside, a quick story on each person, you know, boom, 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 boom. Calmate tú. Damn, that's a good episode. I'd listen to that shit, bro. I would fall asleep to that. Uh, bienvenido. What's oh, cracking? Here we are doing a quick... Um, Metiche Monday. Quick Metiche Monday before Monday because I am currently out of town, technically. And we just came back for, for, a, for, a, for a, a, a... ¿Cómo se dice? A transition. Un acuerdo, un pinche, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a ceremony for one yes. of our family friends who passed. And then we're going to be leaving again tomorrow. So I was like, hey, yo, fool, I am not going to be in town to do Metiche Monday. What do you says if we meet up on Saturday what right I, quick? What did I say? Right quick. What did I say? He says, adieu. <laughs> I says, just see. And then uh, we're going to set up right out on a Saturday for our quick Metiche. So just in case you saw that shit on Saturday, on Friday, you're like, what's going on? Está super alterado este vato que no se da cuenta que no es domingo. Nah, no, it's not fucking Sunday. <laughs> Thank you for your questions. We, we accumulated or accumulated accumulated quite a few. A few questions, and I even I think we even got a a, a voice message too. Oh shit, bro! But teacher Monday, but, the premise basically, you know, we're gonna pull back the curtain. So you already went to the Great Lodge, the Great Wolf Lodge. Yeah, how was that? That was fun, bro. Tell the me Great about Lodge. the road trip. Oh music. my god, Ro- Great Lodge, a Great Lodge. Uh, for those who don't know and who don't have children, because before we had, I had no fucking clue this place existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when I was little, we would go to um, Irvine and go to ¿Cómo se llama esa madre? Where el Wild Rivers. So Wild Rivers was our spot, you know. And um, they, they closed, or you know, comes a time in, in a young man's age where you no longer go to these things. And then what happened now is we have children and we're always looking for things to do, where to take them, what, all the pelos. If you have kids, you know, it's, it's hard to keep these motherfuckers like occupied 24-7. And these, they require 24-7, you know. So we found the Great Wolf Lodge a few years ago. Great, Great Wolf Lodge is located at Anaheim, a little bit south of Pinchy. Garden uh, Grove. Yeah, Garden Grove, south of uh, Disneyland by like two blocks, two, three blocks. Yeah, and it's a, it's, it's a water park, bro. Bro, it's an indoor water it's park. It's an indoor water park for like, you know, a bunch of dudes and, and, and ladies who have united and, and made children. They procreated, you know? That's how it works. I believe that is called the sex. Did you know what that? That's how it works. Oh, huh? um, so we, you know. You I now feel, would not be able to make a boy because you're not wearing socks. I am wearing socks. Look at that. Sass. Oh, ice done. I, my friend, am now aware of what a dad bod <laughs> entertainment center is all about, dude. Again, I was like, fuck, no more quitar la camisa. I'm going to bring like a tank top. You know, I was like, the COVID was rough on my body. You know, I got <laughs> I was like, oh, let me, I'm still, I'm still in like the metamorphosis of getting back to what I was. And I didn't want to take my shirt off, but I showed up here, bro. Bro, dadbot.com backslash no mames. 
For real, dude. And I put a pinchy dad, I looked around and I, and I whispered because I wasn't very confident, but I whispered and I was over there. I think I could take my shirt off here. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I, feel yeah, yeah. I feel comfortable here, you know? I was expecting like pinchy Adonises and Tol Pedro. Yeah, and I like, you know? Ronaldo and, and all that with his 18 pack. I was ready and I was like, I ain't taking my shirt off here. <laughs> and I, I felt welcome because there was a lot of dead balls like myself out there, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Chasing around these little rodents. It's a water park <laughs> inside, bro. The thing is dope, dog. It's awesome. It's awesome. So it's a hotel. It's a whole in, in, inclusive spot where you go in there and there is food, there's drink, there's entertainment, there's a bowling alley, and there's a fucking full-size water park. And, adventure. It, and, it's, and it's like, there's a lot of elements to it. It's not yeah. like it's one fucking slide, nope. dog. It's a water it's park. A, it's, a, it's a wave house. Yeah. It, it's a regular wading pool. It's everything. Anything dealing there, there's a pinchy um what are those called the the floating rivers a oh, floating man, yeah those, those things where you just kind of get on your tube and it takes you throughout the whole park on tight on you're on top of the tube yeah you're chilling said, just have a grand edible you're on some Jesus shit you're floating on water oh, you're, do, you're doing religious shit Jesus Camina this place is awesome big fan big this fan. is now like the third time so why are people weird though wey los quefitos les encanta ir para allá wey <laughs> I mean, I feel like they're like, they, they, they figured out this code before we did. They're like, hey, nah, you know, fuck these kids. I ain't about to teach them how to read or their sight words or how to count, you know, from here to fucking a hundred. No, let's take them somewhere. They took them to the Great Wolf Lodge and they opened our avenue to the Great Wolf Lodge. And now, bro, I'm, I'm a fan. I, so, I, I, I do not mind going to the Great Wolf Lodge. Yeah. Killer hotel room. We took, we take beers. There's a round table pizza next door. There's a yeah. killer like restaurant downstairs. Yeah. It's all you need. And yeah. that's all we did. You know? That's all you do. I will uh, it was fun. I'll egg. It was fun to finally get out of, bro. Uh, after many attempts of trying to get out of Chula Vista and go on a vacation, bro, it was, we even saw your vessel. It pulled up the port. I sent it to you. I got there hype. Was excitement. Dog. I got hype. I was like, all right, it's here. And then my hype um, ceased to exist <laughs> when the next message in the news said, oh, Disney Cruise vacation, postpone. all cruise liners postponed. And I was like, fuck, that's the third time we had to postpone it. You know, so we kept promising the boys, like, hey, vamos a ir para acá, vamos a ir para allá. Oh, en un crucero, el Mickey Mouse, todo el pedo. You know, and we had to keep pushing it back. Ultimately, they knew, they found out at the end. I was like, yeah, they were like, they were on on point with, with why we were canceling. They were like, oh, it's a COVID, huh, daddy? Pues, pues sí, amigo, it's a COVID. Yeah. It's, it keeps fucking with everybody. But we got out this town. This weekend, we were able to get out, bro. Nice, man. First vacation after yeah. a long time, which, oh, First world problems. Oh, it's your first vacation since the pandemic. Oh, boo-hoo for hey, you. Bro, when you. But when you got three kids, yeah, bro, <laughs> true or false, our workload increased double minimum when the pandemic hit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I, I understand that a lot of people had a big reprieve and some time off and some unexpected freedom, but there were some of us where it was backwards, man. We went into overdrive, keeping businesses alive, finding new revenue streams and, Finding creating, new platforms, yeah. Creating, bro. We were fortunate, like any double-edged sword. Yep. All right, you're not going to lose your jobs. Your businesses aren't going to close. You're going to be able to ride the wave of the pandemic shithouse. Here you go. But that other side of the sword, yeah, we're positive. We're excited that we're able to stay open. But the backside of that is that you're going to have to deal with everything. Yeah, bro. Everything that could, you're going to work through a pandemic. Yeah. You got to worry about your safety, your health, and everything. Door to door delivery, bro. You, you know, it's yeah. like in house for pickups. So people here working in the tasting room had to can and, and put crawlers and get them out. Everyone else, we had to package it. And then somebody else, we got to have it delivered. It was un pelo. So when this vacation finally presented itself, we were like, awesome. I'm in. 
we're, we're down to get this vacation going. So, eh, you know, unfortunately, it's not the Disney cruise to Pinchi Mazatlán y todo el pedo. But that time will come. Bitch, I was excited for that, that though, bro. Come, dog. That time will come, dog. That time will come, dog. I was ready, bro. What's I was ready. Oh no, I'll play it right now. I don't uh-huh. know. We're, now we're playing uh, American Jesus Bad Religion. Bad Religion. Oh, Let me tell you. La religión mala. ¿Te puedes decir algo? Dime. I was never really a Bad Religion fan. Mm. Never really a Bad Religion fan. But a few, a couple of weeks, eh, no, a couple of months ago, I went over to dinner at uh, El Compita Chicles Pad, right? Compita Chicle and his lovely wife Selena. They had us over, Selena and, and um, wifey and me. We had the opportunity to go to their pad, have dinner, woo woo, whatever. They invited some guests over, and part of in that guest party, there was a young lady who's ah, fuck. I don't, I'm probably way off on this, but not her cousin. Blah, blah. One of her tios, not her first tio, maybe her second tio, was Chalino Sanchez, bro. What? Yeah, so she had seen my tattoo, and she's like, "Oh, hey, that's my uncle." Woo woo woo. So I started talking about it. Then we got into conversations and this and that and the other, and then I got to her husband, Jim. Her husband, Jim, bro. Her husband, Jim, is an autobiographer. Uh, ¿Cómo se dice la palabra? Autobiographer? Autobiographer. Okay. Autobiographer. <laughs> an autobiographer. And this dude, El Compita Jim, Compita Jim wrote a book with bad religion, like their autobiography from the beginning to like present day somewhat. And I just got an opportunity to take it. We with, had to uh, do what you want. Uh, that's the one. Okay. Yeah, that's the one. So Compita Jim, uh, our paths crossed. We started shooting the shit of all of all things, bro. All things um, bad religion. All things bad, uh, punk rock. And we just got lost in conversation. It came up. He's like, you know what? Well, I just went on tour. Did this, that, that. Woo woo with bad religion. I grew up with, him, or I don't know if he grew up with him, yeah. but he, he infiltrated the tribe, and he gave you a, like a first account look of how they started, how they got here, and where they are. I'm a fucking bad religion fan now, bro. Really? See, bro. I know I've been like, uh, como se dice? Uh, nostalgia status, you know, we're like, oh, I'm a Charger fan. That was just gas. But now I feel like, you know what? Bad religion has been in my Mr. life. Jim Ruland. Bro, bad religion has been in my life. Yeah. For a long ass time. When I started punk rock music yeah. uh, in 1996, 95. Okay. That's when I started listening to the. And, and, and a shit ton of other bands. A shit ton of other bands. But Brad Religion. And I was always like, ah, fuck. I don't, I don't know if I can buy into this shit, bro. You know, this is this is too, like... They were intelligent punk rock. You know, like... It, it, like they, motherfucker, uh, Greg Gaffin would use words I had no idea. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I couldn't, like... Ah, I don't know what they're saying, bro. I love the music. It sounds like I thought next level. But it was like, shit. I don't know what's going on. So I never got into them 100%. And if you ask El Compita, El BFF, El, el, el Compita Gus, he'll be like... Don't be a pretender, fool. Like you oh, never, you never like fucking oh. bad religion, bro. And that's what I told the compita Jim Rule in the at the dinner party. I was like, yo, man, I don't want to sound like a hypocrite, but I was never a fan of bad religion. When I was in a band, where's the where's the music for that? When I was in a band, <laughs> when I was in a band, we were at a 91X Studios. Uh, Tim Pyle had invited us in to do a, a, an interview and a quick set indoors, you know, so we got to play inside there. Bah, not a lot of bands have gotten the, the opportunity to play on a, a, a loudspeaker with Tim Pyle, but we we were like stoked. Yeah, we got in there. Boom, boom. We finished. We we're wrapping it up. The guys were coming out that night. There was a show. It was going to be Bad Religion and No Use for a Name was opening for them. I saw Greg Gaffin on my way out. Boom. Greg Gaffin was like, hey, man, good job. La, la, whatever, you know, and I was like, thanks. He's like, you ought to see Bad Religion tonight. 
And I was like, you know what, bro? I'm not a fucking bad religion fan. I like no use for a name. I like Tony Sly, I like whatever, you know? Okay. Bro, so the guy I told it to, that's Greg Graffin. That's a singer for bad religion. And I felt like an asshole, bro. I was like, because I, I didn't know who it was, but I but I was honest with him. I was like, nah, you know, I'm, I'm not a big fan. But now when Jim, Jim Ruin came out with his book, I told him, and then I read the book. I got through the book. I wish I could go back 20 years. Cause I'd be like, "Yo, Greg Affin, big fan, big, fan. big fucking fan, bro." But you see, guys, maybe you weren't a fan back. Then I was first. not. The last thing I was was a fan of fucking Bad Religion. But now looking back, I'm like, "Fuck!" I've always been like a huge fan Dude, this is of gonna, Bad Religion. This is gonna trip you out. So last night I went to the uh, Virgin Tasting Room in Escondido. If you listen closely in the background, you will be hearing Bad Religion throughout this conversation. You Proceed. Already, you already said that. Anyways. Reminder. <laughs> My boy Cody was there from Beer Night in San Diego, and we were having a really good discussion. And it turned into what what motivates us. Then it was what we're reading. Got him out there with your positive fucking conversations, bro. Oh, it was dope, man. We were there for like an hour. This dog. fucking guy. Hey, you, know, you gotta know. This I, dude. I've known Cody for fuck. He's a good dude. 25 years now. He's a good dude. 25 years now, bro. During the pandemic, I got the opportunity to deliver out to Escondido yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, to him a couple times, that. a few yeah. times. Good dude, bro. He's yeah. a good Love dude. We'll talk about it more because I put that in my notes. But So we start talking about this Ernie Johnson video. Then he tells me about the Ernie Johnson book. When we start talking about like religious freedom and some of the conversations happening. And no joke, dog. He's like, you know what you should do? Read this book. By Greg Gaffin that he wrote with Preston Jones, which is a Christian professor. And it's essentially, you know, Greg, Greg Gaffin is a very well-known atheist and... A scientist and an atheist okay. with a PhD. So, like, when you when you, when you you talk about, like, punk rock music, a lot of fools talk about this, that, or the other. Oh, it's like, this is... A, there's a handful of, like, lead singers from punk, like, legitimate old-school punk rock bands, yeah. you know? Like, Greg Gaffin. Yeah. Who are well educated, bro? bro that's what this he wrote. dude has I mean, a PhD in, in science, right. bro. He wrote a dissertation on evolution, atheism, Ugh. and evolution. Like the guy is intelligent, and I guess he had this back and forth with Preston Jones, who's a history professor at Christian College, and he's a huge fan of band religions and music. And initially, it just started off with them exchanging ideas about their faith, about their beliefs, about their you know, their understandings of life and what it meant to them because he was such a huge fan of their music and he would, and it, it evolved into this, it's just years long exchange of them coming to an understanding and coming to a mutual respect of what each other believed and where each other came from. And they eventually took like the compilation of those emails and published it into a book. What? And Cody was telling me about this book last night, dog. He's like, What's it called? Is belief in God good, bad, or irrelevant? On a it. professor and a punk rocker discuss science, religion, naturalism, and Christianity. Boom. Homework for me, homework yeah. for you. Well, Cody, Let's get at it. Cody's like, dude, I'm going to give you the copy of the book. It like, better be on Audible, homie, because I ain't about to pick up no book and get a paper cut flipping pages. And, and I'm glad he has a book because I'm not about to use fucking Audible. Oh, dude. So hopefully, yeah. So what a fucking trip that you brought that shit up and you brought up the other book and meeting that author because literally it's 12. destined to be that we are uh yeah. united as one bad religion fans bro and i you know what now now from this point of, uh, point of view where i am now after listening to his audiobook and reading his physical book it's like you know what me respect those way bro, bro just a trip let me tell you this drug abuse ta cabron yeah Drug abuse is next level. Like, I know fuck. firsthand. It's hard enough, I'm assuming, to maintain a a, a, a a band that's touring and makes up a professional band. You know, you're making a living off being in a band, you know? 
I would be hard enough to imagine that that when you throw in like abuse, uh, uh, addiction into that, dude, they went through so many fucking musicians in that group. They yeah. went to like three or four drummers, two or three guitarists. The only contingent, the only thing that was stagnant throughout the whole metamorphosis of the the the, the rise of bad religion was Greg Affin, the cantante, because yep. he was just he was zoned in. I mean, he obviously he he went through some negative times in his life. He fucking sure. divorced his wife, mm -hmm. Tolpedo. But if anything that this book taught me is like uh, uh, the life of being in a successful band, it tiene su cuesto, bro. Hey, it's bro. got his cost. How, how can it not? Fools have lost their fucking freedom, jail, you know, like liberty to do what they want, drugs, and their relationships, you know, divorce. Like these are all things that they suffered and, and went through. So when you when I reflect and look, listen to songs like Suffer and this and that, I'm like, fuck, okay. I never knew where these songs were coming from. So when you pull back the curtain on an album and a band like Bad Religion, it's like, oh shit, that song makes a lot of sense. You know, he has a song called 21st Century Digital Boy about like how his mom and dad were not associated in him and in, in, in his growth or whatever, you know, pill addiction, work addiction. They tell the story and now, like reading the book, I'm like, oh I shit, I know, I know where that story comes from, fool. I didn't even, for, top of the, I didn't even know you read, Caesar. Go ahead, tell me more about how you're literate. <laughs> I actually read, whereas you just pretend to listen. I listen, dog. Hey, I just fucking recited the whole book for you, you, dog. You listen to books, but you don't listen to the gym. people, dog. The whole fucking book. El vato. Audio and literary, like in my hands and my eyes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> El vato. Shit, homie. So, yeah, that was a trip, dog. Because, yeah, just just last night, we, we delved into some deep conversation, dog. Probably for like a good hour. So, we we're, we're bad religion fan now. I mean, listen, I never had anything against him. I was never a heavy fan. He just, we started talking about music because he was telling me about like, you know, some of those stories we were talking about, those inspirational videos. And he was telling me about a song that he's envisioned like playing at his funeral. Oh, shit. And, uh, um, boy's deep, bro. Yeah, yeah. At the, the Wonder Years. Kevin Savage. God, but they, <laughs> I guess they're a band like, you know, more like a pop punk band, which he's really into, you know, some of that shit. And then he was telling me, he's like, yeah, it's, it's called like, I just want to sell out my funeral. Yeah. And he was talking about like making the impact in your life so much that when it comes time for you to go, it's a standing room only fucking affair. Like you do that well with your life. And I was like, damn, that's some, that's deep, some deep shit. That's some deep shit, dog. Yeah. Yeah. We were only two beers in, man. Imagine if we had more. So you could only imagine my drive up to Anaheim. Ooh, tell me. <laughs> listen, about... listening to Bad Religion from top to bottom. Like, Tommy <laughs> got here. The boys need the anthem. Like, sorrow. Todo el pelo, bro. Like, todo, todo los chingles. It was, it was good. Uh, it, it, it was exciting because that I was telling wifey for on the drive back because we just got back. We just got, we pulled the veil back earlier, but we're doing the show earlier because I'll be out of town next week. And, and Caesar and me were available today on Saturday to get this done. That's why we took all your questions in. So it was like, I came back from my trip. I had to drive up. I had to, let me tell you about a road trip, bro. My knees, my knees can't hang. Me duelen las pinches rodillas. And I was telling my wife, I was like, hey, yo, Crystal. Bro, not my, even my a road knees, trip, she, dog. Dude, my knees, my knees, bro. I, I, I can't, I can't keep them in the same position this long. It hurts. That's not even a road trip. That's up to, that's an hour and 15 minutes, dog. After the pinchy pandemic, bro, that's a road trip. You better, you, you might as well have told me we're flying around the world, bro. I drove to Anaheim. That shit bro, was, I used to bitch, fucking Friday traffic in Anaheim on the way back. 
Matate, dog. Four hours. Four hours, dog. Might as well been around the world. Is all I'm telling you. Might as well. So my knees, I'm old. You know, you know, I'm 42. Soccer, never stopped. Always ran. Always did this. Jiu-jitsu, todo el pedo. Getting fatter, losing weight, getting fatter. Division one soccer. My knees hurt. They're not in the best conditions. And now I told wifey just within the last month, I was like, you know what? I feel my knees feel my age, you know, because I went on a killer bike ride this morning and I was pumping it. I was good. It's funny because when I ride with the compitas from the Emo Brown Athletic Club on Sundays, I'm like middle of the pack just trying to get it done. I'm like, all right, let's go. Sometimes I fall back and I just kind of let it happen and I'll catch up again. But I'm not top tier in, in, in the bike club. But when I ride with people who aren't in, the, in our club and outside, I'm setting the pace. I'm like, foom, 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 foom. Today we went on a, on a memorial bike ride. You know, we alluded to this earlier. We, we went on a memorial bike ride for a family friend and one of my mom's like inner circle, like best friends. Um, a falleció midsummer, early in the summer, you know, definitely after my birthday. And it was, you know, mental health awareness and, and everything. We always like kind of like pussyfoot around and never really jump in. And sometimes we do jump in, but we don't stay in there for too long. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it played a big part in the middle of the summer for my family. You know, yeah. one of our family friends, Chris Garten, que... Salucita, Salucita, compita Chris, you know, boom. Big fan of the podcast. He would tell me, he's like, hey, man, that's a good podcast. It's just you talking shit with your friends. And sometimes I feel like I'm in the room with you, you know? <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Well, you are, bro. Like, you're in you there. Are. You know, we're just hanging out. That's we're doing our doing. thing. Yeah. You know what? And he was a big fan of this. Se mató el compita, you know, tenía sus problemas. There's no way to, like, prevent or, or speak or anything like that in this situation. So we lost a, a, a big family friend, you know? Yeah. Someone that you don't realize... How big he is until they're gone, and it's yeah. like, oh shit! You know, yeah. this guy was at our all our family barbecues. Yeah. Todas las asadas, güey. Este fue el, veri- el güerito que el este güey está invitado. Fue el güerito que invitábamos. You know, like he was a guy puesto como un calcetín. Sometimes we didn't fucking invite him, and that motherfucker was there. <laughs> we're like, oh shit, homie, it's a pandemic. We're trying to keep it closed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And your point being, so he's one of those guys. Yeah. You know, you don't know how large his his shadow. Cast yeah. uh, until that shadow has been removed, and when it was removed, and I saw the heartbreak in my mama, I just saw the way she broke down, and everybody, you know, and low key, I was broken down. He's known sure. me for a long time. Sean and I, uh, the 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 part of the reason we started this little memorial ride for him today for like close friends and family was a photo we saw like, way neta quinceaños, probably like fifteen years ago, bro. Uh. Um, or one of our Ensenada Rosarito trips, al revés, Rosarito Ensenada. Uh, and, and he's there in the fucking photo with us. Damn. Before Sean was married to my sister, before Crystal and I had any children, Damn. before anything, bro. Like el, el compita so Chris Garden. He's been he's been there for a minute. So it's like I didn't acknowledge how st- a strong of a hit it was until later on, and I think I compounded it on the back end of the compas Dwayne's because I still haven't like fully like immersed myself in what it was to lose a real good friend in Dwayne. It's sure. just kind of been like you know what I'm gonna put you on timeout. I can't deal. I, I, yeah, I can't. I can't deal with you right now. I got a lot of other things going on. You know, we gotta. You know, so I'll grieve for you when there is time. Yeah. And I just feel when Chris is uh, the, the family friend. You know, when he passed away, like I didn't feel the initial burden, but then it's like, oh, yeah. Like I, I'm like, what's going on? So See, I'm like, what's yeah. going on, this dude? You know, and then and so the memorial, and then then we brought people here to the brewery. It was Sean, myself, and my daddy, and un compa que compramos allá, and IB. The ride was from the brewery. 
to IB, winner, bad Hess, had a few pictures with some friends, uh, came back, you know, so it was a whole nice, it was a nice ride. Hell yeah. And we came back to the brewery and we, you know, continued the memorial and that all that just kind of like today just kind of like compounded uh, on everything, you know, because I'm the kind of guy that I, I'll face my issues head on when needed. Right. But right, if there's right. an opportunity to cast it to the side and be like, I'll deal with you later. I don't want to deal with you yeah. right now. I got a lot of in, other in shit going on. Time. Yeah, it's like you know, I, I I I appreciate the importance of you in my life, but I I got to put you aside, and I'll we'll, we'll we'll reconvene soon when there's time. Yeah, and now is the time to reconvene. I feel you know yeah. I'm on vacation, things are winding down. I'm not at UPS. I'm at the brewery by phone while I'm out of town. So it's like oh shit. So like this memorial today for Chris and just brought in like the, the, the Dwayne memorial and we went on a bike ride and I smoked like my dad and my brother-in-law just kept going. Ah. Like I didn't stop. I was like, almost like, can't stop, can't stop. I, I, I didn't ride it. You were processing. Your yeah. Like it, too. like I wasn't, I didn't think I was going fast until I got back here to the brewery and like 15 minutes later they showed up. I was like, oh shit. I was like, yeah. what, what the fuck? Where, where you guys been? He's like, yeah, you smoked as you left us and you're this. Like, I Honestly, I think I used that today. With it's like I'm just fucking go. Let's go. You were putting that energy. I guess, that. bro. Yeah, yeah, I'm a weenie. Turns out I'm a weenie. I mean, yeah, listen, that's not a weenie. That's the, the that's the misconception we have to overcome that it means being a weenie to acknowledge your feelings and process them because we've all been through some heavy shit in the past couple of years, and you more than some of us, man. And that's just. Get, everyone has to deal with it in their own ways, man. There's people that break down immediately. There's people that shut down. There's people that disappear. And there's people that just don't acknowledge it, man. And, you know, you got to find your middle ground. You got to find what makes you comfortable, how to process death, how to process that uh, gap in your life and, you know, and then move on. Last night I was high and I was watching the Anthony Jeselnik stand-up. We got, we got back real quick, like I said, into town. So we got the kids to bed. After Ooh, spending a second, so ahead. you drove back twice. Yeah, because you left Wednesday, right? Yeah. And then you came back for the tournament. Yeah, and then you went back up there. Yeah, and then you. <laughs> yeah, bro, it's been like back and forth and back and forth. Fuck, fool. bro. Hey, hey, now you know what it's like to be me, dog. Jeez, bro. <laughs> so we got back yesterday, and I was, and I was like, all right, the kids, everyone's asleep. I had a gun. I've recently entered the uh, octagon of 20 milligram fucking gummies, Holy bro. shit. But slow down. I only take half of it. So I'm, oh, I'm, I'm the, ta- the 10 milligram. You really haven't entered the octagon. Uh, I held one in my hand. I smelt it. <laughs> it smelled potent and shit. I was you, like, you opened the gate bro, to the octagon. I, I gave it to Chris. She's like, whew, that stinks. <laughs> I was like, yeah, and it's a gummy. <laughs> but, it, but it wasn't the, the, the mega gum where you fucking let it all melt. Bro, there's a super, the, the, the mega gummies of gummies. I have that one, dog. <laughs> Another one, though? Limited edition. Yes, one yes, <laughs> bro. I, I forget the the tin company. Whoever makes the tins yeah, the, with the, the watermelon the ones. Big ups, <laughs> big ups to you guys in the tin, the Altoid component of serving your uh, edibles. Because in over ninety degree weather, which happens a lot in the car in San Diego oh, to yeah. La Vista, yeah, bro. Especially this time of year, dog. If I leave this in the car, exposed to some sunlight, some, some, bro. You know, this in in this instance. This container, this Altoid container of sorts, was in the, the center console. I'm good right now, couple. In the center console. So it was protected of all the direct heat. I pulled it out. Oh, that man. shit was a super gummy, dude. <laughs> the the gun, este way for the, you have reached the last level of gummies. 
Go fuck yourself. You know, and it was well, a big old like gummy. A, the Power Ranger gummy. See, the pink yeah. one, bro, because everybody knows the pink one was the toughest. Hey, bro, I'm saying when they all went together, though, they, they built that little robot. And Thundercat. El, yeah. el, metal, el metal, metal Thundercat. That was the metal Thundercat of all gummies, you know? So it was like, all right, cool, whatever. I'm ready, dog. I did it. I lost myself. And I just kind of started, like, you know, what, what, preparing for today to go tomorrow. That's all it is, man. And that's why you can't take shit for granted, man. Like, never. Never take shit for granted, man. Always let the people around you know you appreciate them and never take shit for granted. Yeah, I didn't want to bring us down on a somber note. It's not a somber note. A little note? Monday, hey, but bro. I kind of got that's lost a, in my feels because that's, that's what Roachip that, does. That's a good reminder, though, man. To me, I don't think getting down in your feels brings anything down. If anything, it's reminding you to lift other people up while you're still around. Yeah, my tia, one of my tias is here close to Tia Nora. I lost uh, my cousin, her daughter, Melissa. Fuck, a while, like six years ago. Damn, what a trip. That shit doesn't... Time doesn't heal all wounds. No. I, I know that that's a saying. Yeah. But the... Time does not, no, you know, absolutely, because all it takes is one memory, and then boom, boom, you're back. Yep. Um, on a much smaller scale than what my tia Nora and my uncle Fred felt, like I don't really believe in afterlife. This, that, or the other. Punto com. But my cousin Melissa passed, and I was telling my tia Nora upstairs earlier, like when my cousin Melissa passed, she was the only one that made me feel like her presence was still around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you know, like her presence was still around. Whether because I knew her, I knew her favorite song. You know, we would. We would get drunk together. That was the kind of relationship me and my cousins, my cousins and myself and my sister have, you know, like we drink, we pound, we smoke, we have a good time. Oh, For our sure. parents this, oh, our kids this, ah, you yeah. know, like the the conversation uh, of the metamorphosis of a cousin, because cousins, whether we believe it or not, they're our fucking first fucking best friends, bro. You know, or from when you're little, all no you doubt. know, you don't know what a friend is. You know what your cousin is. Yep. You know, you know that they call you leche face. Yeah. You know that they call you mayonesa. <laughs> you know, those are your cousins. You're quote unquote, your fucking best friends. You know? Why? Why periquín? Because I wouldn't shut the fuck up. Damn, I thought because of your fucking, tú sabes, lavada I habit. I shit. shut the fuck up, bro. Yeah, your cousins are your first yeah. best friends. Yeah. So that's who, you know, um, in a span of, Three years, five years. From three to five years, I lost five cousins. Damn. You know, and, and it was almost an annual and in some cases like biannual experience where it's like, whoa, boom, boom. I view myself as somebody that doesn't have chinks in their armor as it relates to emotions. Sure. I want to carry myself in a like headstrong, like uh as wifey has come to tell me my tourist mentality is to be stubborn. I I, I run in that. In, in that tribe, I just duck my head and I said, whatever. I wear blinders. Let's get it. What's the goal? Let's get it. What am I doing? Feeding my family. Let's go. Can't stop. Yep. So I duck my oh. head and I do that. But sometimes when you get to a rest stop, dog, yeah. it's like, <sighs> Chris, you know, like that's what happened this weekend to summarize hey, and finalize. That's, and, not, that's not a bad thing. You know, and, and to put a, and then again, again, saludita, saludita, to put a, 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 a ribbon on the package. I mean, that was what today was for in, in major part. You know, my mom planned it uh -huh. on the day we got back from uh, Great Wolf Lodge. And before we go to Palm Springs is to have a bike ride. So we did the bike ride. We went to Hess. We had some cool. beers. We came back. This is a memorial upstairs. A lot of feelings, a lot of emotions. And it was awesome. To Chris Garton, El Compita. Saluditos descanse en paz, campeón. Tell me about your road trip. I mean, uh, coming bad religion back for, the, for the for the tournament. So man. bad religion encompassed everything on the drive up because I didn't want. I was listening. I was listening to the last two chapters, three chapters of the the book. 
Oh, okay. You know, uh, of the book. The while Jim, you were driving? While I was driving, the Jim oh. Verlin book of Bad Religion, the autobiographic biography. Why do I, as a paisa, why the fuck do I have <laughs> such a hard time saying autobiography? 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 Bro, I am in, I'm just sitting here nodding. Hello. Uh-huh. I'm going to read to uh-huh. you my autobiography. <laughs> autobiography. Autobiography. Biography on the way up. I didn't want to listen to Passes, it. Okay. You know? <sighs> because my kids ain't going to let me listen. They're going to get bored. They're going to talk yeah. shit. Bro. Oh, you're I forgot how myself. annoying it is to do a, a family road trip. with. <laughs> bro, there's in the in the backseat of our little Volvo. Our Volvo is what they call a crossover. So it has like a full bench in the back and two buckets in the front. And it has like, That's you know, legitimate compartment size. talk for the deluxe version. Hello, Volvo XC60. Uh, <laughs> That's what we have. And um, we're looking to upgrade too because we got big fucking kids. Yeah. But right now, bro, going to Anaheim is, we might as well be going to the fucking Sahara, bro. Because these kids are going at it from, as soon as we hit the freeway, it's like, they know it's like, oh shit, <sighs> this isn't a three minute ride. We in for a long, desgreñando, agarrándose el chongo, bro. They go crazy, you know? So it's like, Jesus Christ. Our car is small. I need to get a bigger car, need third row seat? I need that third row seat. I need to at least separate. Bro, I, got, I got a car with a third row seat and I took that shit out. Bro, I need, no. Well, you have one child. I only have one child. I, have I need three, more chunk space. I have three dudes. All they do is they, they wake up to shit on each other, bro. They wake up to talk I shit wonder, to each other, you know? I wonder who they oh, got Proud daddy for. over here. Proud daddy over here. I teach them to like stick up for himself, you know? Short of putting hands on somebody, you know, like question it and talk shit about it. Do your thing. Like do your thing. Bro, so you can only imagine what a small bench backseat on a more than an hour ride to LA would do. Sagarando el chongo. So I was like, I can't listen to my pinchy autobiography. Ooh, got it. Autobiography right here, you know? <laughs> so I waited because in the middle of this quick road trip, left on Tuesday, came back on Thursday. Wait, Friday. What's today? Today's Saturday. Saturday. Okay, so we got back yesterday. We, took, we got back on Friday. We cruised down, down through like four hours of traffic. Oh my god, I forgot how bad traffic is, bro. I like that you're experiencing. Oh all my this. god, because sometimes you give me so much shit, and now oh. hopefully it puts an end to that, bro. It was annoying, you know, because uh-huh. during the middle of that Tuesday uh-huh. through Friday trip, the San Diego Brewers Guild put on a golf tournament, and you know, three punk ales were invited, you know, as the uh, the, the shining beacon. Of, of the San Diego Brewers Guild, you know, <laughs> the apple of their eyes, you know. The diamond the, in the rough. The, di- the, the brewery that everyone aspires to be like, Three Punk Ales, <laughs> 259 Third Avenue, Chula Vista. We had to go. Well, I could not go, you know. We were paid members of the guild. We sponsored a whole. We're told el pelo, you know. And, and you know, we're, we're the jewel of the franchise. You know, we were the Chase Headleys circa 2014 of this squad, you know. So we got, I had to come down to Rancho Bernardo, which was 71 miles away. Uh-huh. I know because that's what Waze told me. <laughs> 71 miles in un jalón is not that bad. Oh, okay. It's like an hour, hour and five minutes. Okay. But you throw in, bro, everybody and their tia's abuela on the uh-huh. fucking freeway for traffic. Uh-huh. It took me 25 minutes to uh-huh. drive six miles. Uh-huh. I got into Irvine and it said Great Wolf Lodge, six miles. I got there at two. I didn't get off the freeway until two thirty. It was bananas. I'm not about that life. <laughs> Tell me more. So that's I had to experience that because I went to the Brewers Guild golf tournament. It was awesome. We you know played a big role, helped do our thing, yeah. played our game. But I was looking at my watch. I was like, "Yo, this shit is taking forever. I'm gonna have to. I have to hightail it." So at three p.m., bro, this round started at ten. 
Primeramente, San Diego Brewers Guild, if by any offshoot reason, chance, or whatever, you're listening to this podcast, salutations and a tip of the cap. Coming from a foundation point of view where we've pulled off a golf Ooh, event, have and, and we know that it does not come at an easy cost. It's difficult as shit. And the attention to detail and the execution and everything that uh, San Diego Brewers Guild did, top notch. You got some ideas? Chef's, chef's kiss. Well done. I love it. It was a good time. But there was a drunk group. It was probably fucking Ballast Point. And they were like, because, <laughs> okay, at you, let's, let's mo- remove the curtain. Oh. Let's pull back the curtain on a Brewer's Guild. The Brewer's Guild is exactly what it sounds like. It's a club for breweries and their owners and everyone involved who like collectively come together, share ideas, brainstorms. How do we overcome a pandemic? Urgh, slushy beers aren't real. Like all of the pillows, all of the dramas, you know, we come together and we brainstorm and blah, blah, blah. We're part of that club. It's been around for decades. It's been around for a long ass time. Yep. Every year they throw out a golf tournament. And this golf tournament is seen as an opportunity for all brewery owners and reps to come together as one, share ideas again. It's like an unofficial like powwow of all the, all the head honchos, you know, and it's awesome and it's fun. And we win and that's why we participate. And that's why we're part of it. So we can hobnob with people. Because we're only four Damn, years bro, old. I didn't know that was the word. Hobnob. <laughs> Pork barrel spending. R- Republicans. Tol pedo, dog. I know it. All the fart? And we get a chance to meet yeah, yeah. and shoot the shit and kind of share ideas. And I saw a couple of the owners. And and you got to remember, we're only four years old. Right. Some of these motherfucking breweries. What's the name of your boss? Yes. Is he the owner of Virgin? I'm uh, sorry. Zerpolo? Is he the owner, uh, uh, president of the Brewers Guild? He used to be. Okay, who's it now? Uh, now it's Virginia from Second Chance. No, it was a man. This mm. one was a man. Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Chris from uh, Booze Brothers. Not him either. Oh, uh, it was, it was, ref- I saw him. I shook his hand. I was like, hey, he knew us. He's like, I go to Three Punk whenever we go down south. So I connected Dalton. and I assumed he was North County. Basically, no. it's an opportunity for everybody to shake hands and like get reacquainted. We're only four years old. There's right, brands right, that are over right. 25 years old in this guild. Oh. You know, Ballast Point, Coronado, Carl Strauss, all of these Carl bands. There's our old ass brands that have been there. I'm happy to have my hat, myself and Kevin in the ring of, of breweries. Because at four years, it doesn't sound like a lot, but it's like, shit, you've knocked down. Hey, a, you've overcome a lot of boundaries you, you've to make it, it to four years. Yeah. Four years ain't for everybody. Hell no, you. man. It's tough to make it two years. It's not for everyone. Yeah, everybody's trying, though. So we're there, and I'm happy, and I'm proud. So this is one of those things I can't skip, you know? So my tip of the cab to the SDBG, they killed it on this event. Top-notch support, top-notch like uh, uh, don- donators, and it was an awesome time. So I'm happy I was able to to come back and and and, and pay Rancho Bernardo in a visit. It was awesome, but fuck traffic. I haven't driven in over like a year and a half. I drove more in this little pingy road trip than I have in the last year and a half. Well, well, well. Platanos. Well, well, well. Thanks, man. You chose that life, fool. And I love that life. You, okay, then shut the fuck up. Yeah, so I, did you choose that life? No, I, I chose to open vacation with your family. I chose dog. open a brewery three blocks from my house to avoid this specific <laughs> you situation. You chose to go on vacation <laughs> in the great Lodge Life. By the way, I feel really good about my physical presence now. Let's get busy. Going to Great Wolf Lodge opened a lot of eyes, specifically that it's the dad bod capital of well, California. Your notes say people are weird. People are weird, bro. <laughs> You'd be surprised what people... 
No, D right. Let me not be surprised. Let me, let me, let me get. Currently, I'm, I'm opening my notes. Let's see. I literally just mm-hmm. read verbatim what you said. Yeah, no, and I'm gonna confirm because I ain't denying. So let's get notes. Boom, and then you go into our notes section of uh, our Google Notes, and it's uh, Metici Monday. Boom, and I go into Metici Monday, and I have my notes. SDBG Golf Tournament, which is what we're currently talking about. I hate driving. Yeah, Great Wolf Lodge. People are fucking weird. <laughs> That's on the list. People are weird. People will wear goddamn near to nothing and go to a family establishment with their three and their six year old by in each arm wearing like thong shit. Bailarina shit, bro. Which you know what? Tip of the cap. Get your money. I support the cause. I'll tell wifey, I'll get her permission slip sign and I'll make a point to visit more. Adult entertainment, gentlemen club in the oh, future. Man, what a sacrifice you've made. But as of right now, you're killing it. Don't let anybody belittle your fucking job. And it's like, I'm not doing that for the people of the Great Wolf Lodge. <laughs> but people are real comfortable with the fucking what they're wearing. With what they're wearing. Real comfortable. Bro, no mames. I was like, I damn, that's a whole it. lot of skin showing there, ma'am. Uh, bro, that banana hammock, por favor, pass. Wear some shorts. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. I felt uncomfortable, bro. I'm not a conservative by any stretch of the word, but I haven't been out in public and I saw some shit that I wish I hadn't. I was like, there's dude wearing European banana hammock, bro. (laughs) I don't know how you say banana in any European or what they referred to it over there, but no mames plantain hammock. Uh, I don't know. There's a banana boat song. Is that? (laughs) (laughs) So it was crazy. It was crazy to go on a on a trip. How how much you looking forward to Palm Springs? Uh, Very much so because we came back today. We're down for the memorial and and I got my bag in the car. I'm ready to go. And I'm going to Palm Springs with the wifey, the kiddos, uh, mi cuñado, mi hermana, y los kiddos. Party of ten. Everybody was here. Party of ten. We we were now rolling cruise of party of ten. Anytime they ask a reservation. Anytime anytime we have a reservation. Oh, how many? Uh, party of ten. What? Yeah, uh, four children, one infant, and uh, six adults. Six adults. And they're like, oh, okay, cool, cool. So that's how we get down, but we're a, we're a tribe. We're a club. So, I see the bell. That's how the fart is. That's how the, I almost, I felt like Larry David in one of his episodes, I had like a pubic hair in the back of my throat, bro. I almost fucking choked to death back there. God damn it, I can't wait for the new season of that. No, mames, fuck driving. It's not for me. Fuck radio playlists. It's not for me. Bro, on the drive back, it took us four hours because it was thunder and rain. I listened to Lit. I listened to Eve 6. I listened to fucking uh, the ones who sing Santa Monica, Esa Madre, uh, Everclear. I listened to every album just to stay awake. I got a girl. She's my best friend. Todo ese pelo, bro. I hate everything about road trips. I hate everything about that. I want to go to Palm Springs, but between me and Palm Springs and golf, guess what? It's a fucking road trip, bro. I don't want to drive. I don't want to drive. Me duelen las piernas. Me aburro. The shit that I really want to listen to, which I can't because the kids are awake and I I played, bro. You don't give them an iPad? Bro, bro, they were awake. awake, You don't get them an iPad? Awake, awake. Like focusing and paying attention. You don't get them an iPad? They do, but bro, they were awake. So we're, I just finished, I just wrapped up the book, you know, and, and, and I started a new book. I don't know why I'm on a punk rock author trip, Okay, but okay. I wanted to hear the story of no effects, how they were, how they uh, came to become and where they are now huh. filled with controversy for all of these who don't know what punk rock fucking music is, let alone what fat Mike Burkett and his magical musicians of the no effects tribe. They put out a book. 
I forget the name of the book, but it's no effects, whatever. And like uh, hepatitis and some shit or other. That's what the book is called. Get it. We were listening to it. I just started it on the drive home since I just finished the Jim Verlin uh, Bad Religion book. And we get into the each first four chapters is a chapter on each dude in the band. You know, Mike Burkett, Fat Mike goes in. I always knew he was weird uh, and everything he did. But then we got into the guitarist, Eric Melvin, and he started to get into his story. And wifey and I are listening to it. I had already listened to it on one of my epic journeys from fucking back and forth from the golf tournament. So I knew what what was coming. That whole eight minute journey. Way, but this, this this right here, it was like um about molestation. So I was like, oh shit. And my Sonny was awake, so Crystal turned it off. But I was like, shit. Molestation and that kind of shit is very prevalent. And I are you know fortunate, knock on wood. It never played a role in my family, but just like, you know, looking out and I was talking to wifey and an experience that she knows about and shit. And I was like, oh, that is prevalent. That is that is not something that's so isolated that you're you're hidden from it. So we, we turned it off because our, our, our nine-year-old was listening. We're like, oh, shit, turn it off. But I encourage you, if you don't listen to the Bad Religion book, which I fucking beg you to do, listen to the No Effects it's not, book. It's next on my list. I'm Bro, reading the first one that he did with the Christian professor. And I got to get that one. one. I got to finish that one. Okay. So this one, the No Effects one, you know, I'm on chapter six. And it just kind of goes in during the background of these guys. And now I'm like heavily involved. I'm, I feel like I'm a part of the their narrative now. Get in on that book. Get in on that book, bro. Compita. It's time for some questions. Metiche uh, Monday wouldn't be complete. All right. What do you got? Uh, Did I jump the gun? Tell me. No, nah, we don't have to go to the other two. I don't even see it. I'm high. On my section. Oh, I mean, there was a couple. You didn't, Get see, it. That, you didn't see that story link I sent you? No. I thought you were getting excited about that, bro. What it means to make a difference. No, no, that's that's what I'm going to talk about right now. All right. While I'm doing that, click on that link. You're going to like gotcha. that story. So I met up with Cody last night from Cody. Beer Night in San Diego. Hit it. This guy was just singing the praises of what we're doing, man. He's just completely enamored with what Emo Brown Foundation is really accomplishing. He's, you know, he's he's just blown away that we're able to fucking join forces like that, that we did this during the pandemic and that we're continuing to do it. And so we were just talking about like, it, it seems monumental to us because we've never done it. But we're now, ignorant. But we're now we're realizing the spectrum of what we have the ability to do. The gravity. Yeah, man. And he was talking about like in that same vein because uh, during this crazy ass thing that happened in the beer industry with everybody being called out for stories of sexual assault, sexual abuse, and just some really shitty human beings that were named a lot of here local in San Diego. He decided to come up with a charity shirt to uh, basically raise money for Brienne, who started this whole movement uh, at Rat Magnet on Instagram because she literally posted a very simplistic, simple but implicit story about how when she was in the brewery, someone uh, to the exceptionally made a comment to her about, do you know what you're doing? Shouldn't somebody else be doing this? And she was frustrated, you know, because women hear shit like that all the time in this industry. And she posted, what other examples have you heard? And it went from that to just, again, the crazy stuff that I covered, you know, rape, sexual assault, what have you. And Cody decided to make a shirt to raise money for her because she was working on a project to bring more awareness. And, uh, you know, she's working with different programs to bring in like HR representatives that actually teach people about, you know, actual sexual assault training and what have you. Dog, tell me that this motherfucker was saying yesterday he wrote her a check for a little over 25 grand. At Cody? Yes, bro. From where? How did these funds get allocated? From these shirts, bro. Hell yes. 
over twenty. That is awesome, grand. bro. And I was floored, man. I was like, "What?" To some, like, that's a drop in the bucket for like to people oh, who like grassroots fundraise, like we do, and yeah. the circles we run in. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's of that, a lot, bro. That's a huge, Out of you, Cody. Huge, Out of you. Huge difference, man. And that and that's just that that kind of. I wish I could listen more to these podcasts. Bro, I mean, listen, I know you're not a fan of like beer But there's all related. beer all 24-7. Hey, did yeah. you taste this? Well, how about that? But, well, if you didn't, let's do but, this. But like Antonio, he gets into different shit. You know, they talk about stuff. They mess around. They bring up Good fucking issues. dude. Great podcast, man. I love what they do, man. I love Cody. And I, we were just, you know, we were chipping out about the ability that we have, man, from South Bay all the way out there to North County. How do we? we can make a difference, That's man. crazy. Because he was sending shirts all the way to fucking London. The McKellar in London... Because McKellar was one of the breweries named in these allegations, they have an entity out there that was completely separated from this. Because the McKellar that was called out was the one I believe original in Denmark, and then the one here in San Diego, really. And um, she was like, "Look, we want to disassociate ourselves from that drama. We want to support you." And she ordered like forty shirts, and she's like, "This is going to be like the new uniform for people that come into like the pub and the tasting room." So I thought that was just dope, man. And it just it just shows, man. It doesn't take a lot because all Cody did was design a shirt, man. All he literally did was design a shirt. And he and everything with- else fell into place. Yeah, Isn't man, it man. funny how things like that happen simplistic, when it's for like God. a good cause? Yeah, things man. just fall into place and just take off without all it. Just simplistic, anti-sexist, anti-racist, pro-equality, beer club. That's Boom. all the shirt said. <sighs> beer club. 20- That's where you lose me. That's where you lose me. <laughs> That's where you hey, lose you talk me. about beer all the time. <laughs> <laughs> when it's been, been, fucking uh, hate the beer. shining light of fucking uh, the Brewers. <laughs> right? Isn't that, that crazy row? when they said that? <laughs> <laughs> so you're okay talking about beer. <laughs> so anyways, man, I just, anybody that's listening, man, if there's something you do that you feel that you can do to make a fucking difference, just fucking go for that shit, man. Mental health. You never you know. know suicide prevention yeah, and everything else that encompasses what yeah, we've been man, talking and about reach today. Because Cody was telling him like, "Hey, man, we need to we need to partner up. Like, let's figure out how we can join forces." And well, let him know that we have a, a very low bar for white people. We allow into this thing of ours that we work with. So, Ooh. what do we have? Like one or two on our squad. We got room for one more, Cody. <laughs> Make your biggest pitch, bro. Sell it like your life depends on it. <laughs> Fan. We'll yeah, be working with. We'll them. be working. Yeah, man. But just <laughs> go for it, man. You got a lot of. You'd be surprised how many people are down to support make you. It, bro. you just make it to get man. that shit done. Ah, well, get my. Hey, did you see that link I sent you? The Chapo Guzman. <laughs> and let me. I, I didn't read it all. It was a loose, quick read. One of his houses is up for auction. lottery auction. <laughs> yes, bro. Fuck. <laughs> the one that he escaped that the, they tiled over. Con el tunnel viejo. They, yeah, they put the concrete slab and they tiled over, but the the tunnel is still there underneath in the bathroom, dog. Fuck. And I, I saw that and I went, "Fucking Steve would buy this house." How much was it on the back? <laughs> <laughs> it's like I think it's like a twenty thousand square foot for one hundred eighty three thousand. I feel weird. My infatuation for the history, knowledge, and anything related to the cartels. I just saw it on the. I phone. love it, bro. I love right reading there, all right about there, that. Culiacan. Bro, I love reading all about that. Steve's it's like got a, a summer home now. For for me, it just seems like it's it's like a telenovela, but in real life. So it's like I I always keep tabs on it. What's going on? Who's in charge here? Who's in charge the there? The funny thing is, they're trying to keep it under wraps. So like on the website, they list it as casa in Casa in Culiacan. The Chapo Guzman home located located in a neighborhood called, out of all things, Libertad. 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 Revenga. Damn, if you know, you know. And if you don't, get on in. Get on in, dog. You got the weekend to watch it. 
Every Metiche Monday, we welcome questions from oh, you, your you, counterparts, and all punch. of the people. Do we? Do we have a? <laughs> you sent me. All right. You sent me quite. You sent me like six, and then I think I put another four in there. All right. Well, what do you want? Let's do the voicemail. I feel like oh, okay, let's, yeah, let's do the voicemail. We'll we do have a music. voicemail, which I have not heard yet. I have not heard it yet. So let, let let's see what this one's all about. Smart line, guys. Six one nine seven two eight. Uh, 9300. Make sure you give us a call. Let's see what we got here. All right. Boom, boom. Oh, I don't know if this is it. Now I'm lost. Hey, this is Vasquez. Good morning, Brown. This is Oscar. No. Okay. Boom. Here we go. Boom. Done. Turn on the music. Remember, we we got to turn on the music. Yeah, we can't do both at once. Boom. And then we go. There. What's up, guys? It's Ben. Long time listener, second time caller, podcast. <laughs> Shout out, I don't know, rant, questions. I uh, just noticed a couple last weeks, a couple questions I've been asking people, friends, families. Uh, how are they coping with a situ- uh, situation? Uh, you know, relieving with stress. Uh, everybody, Everybody's actually, you know, broke down at this point. At one moment, what is their way of coping? Um, I, find, I find it... Uh, Interesting to hear everybody's. Uh, everybody has a different way of coping with. So it's been good to bring up uh, you and Caesars. Like, uh, what what is your guys's outlet now? How are you doing? How's your parents handling it? I also noticed that you know the working class. We, we're just kind of forced to get through it. So I think we're dealing with it much better than the extreme ages. I do notice uh, the twenty twenty year olds and the. You know, back back twenty year olds, we were it's when we were raging. We wanted a party, and they're kind of have their hands uh, hands tied behind their back. Uh, makes sense. I start thinking about that, and then people that just retired for thirty, forty years, and uh, want to enjoy the rest of their life, and they can't now. So, I think they're also stressing too the same way. We got extremes there, but uh, and it also goes running our businesses. Uh, what have you noticed? Uh, I noticed extremes also, like people being super generous and then also on the other side, but I also think it has to do with that same age group that I was talking about. But I guess the question would be here interested. I think people would be interested in listening to is how you two are coping with it. You and you two and your families, what are you, what's your outlets to, to address, to, to get away from, from all the negativity. El Bato, bro. I, I think he did that on one breath. Hey, and fool, you're always giving him shit that he's just trying out his comedy bits. That was yeah. far from a comedy. I was like, bit. damn, bro, I don't think I've ever heard this dude say so much, like in one sitting, let alone yeah, in all our conversations. Nah. Hey, you sit down with that fool. That fool, that fool's the deep. That, he's a good he, dude. He's a deep and good dude. Shout out to Ben and Hoppy Days. Guys, if you guys haven't been down there, you are missing the fuck out. His comedy nights, his live music nights. He's doing karaoke emo karaoke nights. Emo karaoke? Yeah, he just did it on Wednesday. How'd that one go? I, I didn't make it down, dog. But <sighs> I, mean, I get down man. there. I did get. I get down there quite enough to support the man, and I hope you guys do too, because he's killing it down there in Del Sol. Offer of Picador, please go visit the homie Ben. But wow, what he asked right now, man, that's heavy, man. Um, I don't even know how to address that. I think we've gone into discussion many times, kind of overlaying that. But I would say for me, the biggest thing that worked is just you know finding that balance, man, and. uh I've been able to dive in, do meditation and just clear my head. And sometimes it's for as little as like two or three minutes while I'm driving. But then there's the ones I do in the morning where I give myself a good 10, 15 minutes and just kind of clear my head out, you know, and then there's 
I do a lot of driving and sometimes that helps out too, where I listen to shit that really just kind of, that's a lot of alone time, reflection time. It really is, man. And uh, sometimes it's bad. Sometimes it's good, but I have stuff that I know can trigger me into a good place. And again, I think my biggest thing is just finding that balance and finding the things that make me happy, the people that I spend time with that bring me joy as opposed to bringing me drama and nonsense and bullshit and being around my kid, man, that's my my happy spot, man. That's my happy place anytime I can be with Natasha. But I would say it's that, man, finding that balance, finding that direction, which is going to eliminate any fucking negativity. And then also just my meditation, man, like that just that brings me to a good place. Damn. That question fits in perfectly. I guess everything we're talking about, uh-huh. about mental health and, and coping and processing for me, it's just been duck my head and keep going. Don't stop. Okay. Duck my head. Don't stop. Too many little mouths to feed. Too many, too many eyes to dot and T's to cross to just kind of like take a step back and, and put pause. Maybe sometime down the line, that shit will happen. But right now it's just been like, duck your head and go. Vale gas champion. Vale boom, boom, gas. boom, 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 boom. And for nice me, it's, it's work. Hey, man, to each their own, man. I like that. I like how we approach, you know, because it is. It's a different story for the working class. It's a different story from the under. Whatever podcast you listen to that tells you this, that, or the other, or this happened to us, or that, that, I can't connect to that. That has nothing to do with how we live down here in Chula Vista or in Southern California as a whole, especially as Mexican dads, you know, you know, we're in our late 30s, early 40s, and what we're doing, it's like, I feel like there's a whole demographic just set for us that really isn't touched on. But for us, it's like there is no option. No. You got to go. You got to get up. You got to go. Oh, you work at you UPS for, for your insurance, your family. Some. Then you got to get up. Yep. You got to go to work. Oh, at 2.30? My belt, dog. If you don't want it, somebody else will. Yeah. I've been there for over seven years now. You know, knock on wood, fortunadamente. I've been working, doing my thing to make sure I solidify my my spot there. You know, I'm proud to say I made myself onto the seniority top 10 list. Yes, Why give me a round of applause? Doing, doing, give me doing, a round of applause. Doing, doing you know, seniority <laughs> shit, Tom. So it's like, I can walk around with my chest puffed out a little more, talking oh. shit, and I fail. Oh. Great job. You know, so I got to make sure I, I, I answer the bell as soon as it's rung. And that's what we're here for, bro. We're here to tell you that fucking story from, from the quote-unquote trenches. They're not trenches, but the quote-unquote, like, we're in these streets, we're in these warehouses, we're in these facilities that require manpower. You can't replace everything with a, a robot or a computer just yet. So in the meantime, you know, people like like Pinchi Gustavo, like Glasses, like everybody in the crew, at Compa Justin, yeah. fucking you, Caesar, and myself, yeah. and everybody that we know as regulars or compas, yeah. like... We fill in those gaps. We 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 are. Um, what is it? What was the term called? Uh, what kind of labor are we? Uh, essential workers. You know, okay, we're yeah, we're, yeah. La- we're labeled essential workers yep. you know, for better for worse. I view it as for better. You know, I, I, my job provides an opportunity that I I don't have to provide for my family. So by me getting up and doing those things, I can provide for my family in that aspect. So Nipalem, bro. That's how, Good I, that, fucking question, Ben. That's how I feel like I would approach that. Good fucking question. Good question. Yeah. Gompa Ben. Damn you, dog. You're, you're a good guy, man. Oh, I got to get guy. you down into the you brewery. You and the fucking Caesar filter. You're all right. Oh, Caesar filter. Uh-huh. Questions. Questions. Oh, wow. It. We received a lot of them. Let's go through yeah. these. Let's see the first one. I think Madre, that's a good question. Madrina. Madrina de Cervezas compita Estela Davila of Mujeres. <laughs> Any chance of a live show with an audience? Yeah, there's always a chance. We've tried. We've tried, but we were lacking the proper equipment. Yes. Um, 
I honestly think it would be good, like, for the next, like, backyard boogie to make that. Solamente en ese pinche um, espacio funciona. Like, only in that kind of environment. Yeah, we have to do, we have to do a dedicated event yeah. with people that we know and trust. And that people are like, we couldn't just promote shit. it out to, like, hey, hey, we're doing this. And they're like, no, who the fuck are you? Yeah, who, who are you guys? Acting a fool. So we got to table it to probably, yeah, the next, the next backyard boogie. Maybe there's going to be a winter formal. I don't know. I don't know Shh, yet. You're saying too much. You're Am saying I saying too much? Winter form. Much. Hashtag winter form. Oh, shit. Y'all ain't right, ready. Get it. Get y'all it. Ain't ready, um, yes. I think that there would be a possibility. And like anything else, once we do it once, chingasuma. We're going, we're going all in with it, dog. We're going all yeah, in so with it. So is that a great question? All, all right. There. Next up, let's Next see. Up. When is the South Bay Tap House going to be? Yes, my little pinche abeja. We've talked about this, man. We got to get Cesar Ooh. and his wife. Okay, so that's the name of the owner, Cesar. Yeah, Cesar. Cesar what? Oh, I forget his name. Okay, Compita Cesar. Him if anybody here wife, is bro. listening that no, knows I the people of. man. He's a good dude. He supports me, man. South Bay Tap House. Yeah, yeah. Your bell has been rung. He's got a six month old now. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever met him. I love the dude. I love his spot, and I'm even more emotionally connected to it because that's where I watch Joe Musgrove's no hitter. More than anything else, fuck Joe Padres. It's right there off of Gary Mart (laughs) Road next to Pancho Villa. Well done. Mm Let's get him on. Let's get him on. Let's pick his brain. We talked about it. He's a good kid. Man. I don't know him, so you're going to have to facilitate that intro. Oh, but we're, we're going to so. we're gonna get at it. We're going to get at so. it. All right. Read the next one for him. Let's see. Uh, SDCA equipment, the Compa George. What's the latest on the Benito <laughs> Santiago project? Oh. oh, and I still don't see the flags at 3PA. Let's start in reverse. <laughs> Como Selena. Hey, all at the rewind. It's Selena. Come on, the two way. The flags for SDCA, the per, we purchased these at, at, at a, a pop-up that you did. Thank you very much. Excellent flags. They are indeed in the brewery. They are in my office. They're hung here. And we've proudly, we'll make its way out. I'm a, the Padres are on timeout with me, bro. Me aguitaron on esos motherfuckers. What is the latest on the Benito Santiago project? As far as I know. Clarification from the Compitas from Ground Floor Murals told me that they're under contract with the Padres until the end of the season. Which Saw the live one they did yesterday. So as the, the Padres, if you're a Padre fan, you're going to realize that the end of their season is rapidly approaching and they've done that shit to themselves. Little, little. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> but Ground Floor Murals just did a, uh, a, a what I would presume to be their final mural for the Padres this season in house and look killer, bro. Good job. Dia del Muerto type of thing. Sina, eh, compi- well el done. Mom, el los compita. Yeah, los compitas somos primos. Well done. Yeah. Y'all you guys, played it, man. Like fucking this, everything if, you do. For every negative Padre event that happened this season, specifically post the All-Star break, <laughs> you guys killed it. Yeah. You continue to do it. El compita Paul, la compita Sina, handling their shit, mural after mural, busier than ever. That being the case, I have spoken on more than several <laughs> occasions with Paul this, and said, bro, is, uh, at the Alwood, rapidly at the Alwood, there is a huge spot. And we both came to agreement that we want the Benito Santiago in that crouch position oh. with a backwards helmet, oh. you know, boom, boom, sa, sa on that wall. Oh. So to my understanding, when this rapidly approaching Padre expiration date arrives... <laughs> 
<laughs> they are no longer under contract with the Padres, yeah. and they can do shit outside. Well, Enter outside because right now they can do anything. Oh, you can do whatever the fuck they want outside. They don't know that. But when it realized up, and I was like, you know what? The Elwood for those who have not visited. Oh, we're an old school Padre band. Band bar, old school Padre bar. Brown, yellow, and orange coloring. Mm. All of the show, the games are shown. Mm. All of them. Happy hour. Solid pelo, compita, Cici. Hold it down. We are your perennial. Uh, per, how do you say it? Premier. Perennial. 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 I want to use the word perennial. Wow. I'm going to wait for uh, Compita Connecticut to SDL Gavin. Correct me on this. Your perennial Padre bar in the South Bay, where we show all the games that the colors match. Why not a Benito Santiago? mural in the back of the bar so that's coming it's getting here valuable question hector but this one was george pinchy emo senor this is where do you see the emo brown foundation in five years holy shit man i don't know where i see myself in five days from here yeah hopefully i'm dead uh, Hopefully dead. No way. Okay, now I can be honest. All of a sudden, let's. See. All of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden. No, Caesar, oh, be lighthearted. Turn it off, man. We've <laughs> talked about this, man. I mean, I I think to me, the biggest thing is that we're making more of an impact. That we're having more events. We're having more community cleanups, and equally relatable. I want to start another chapter, you know. I hope that this is impactful enough. I hope that this is far-reaching enough that it grows to where. You know, we can do an L.A. chapter, man. We can do an Arizona chapter. We can do a chapter in fucking Mexico. Handle. Mexico. That's what I want, dog. So in five years from now, I want to see this thing really solidified. I want to see our reach further. And I want to see us raising more money. And I want to see us have more impact in the community on a more consistent basis. Right now, we're just starting, man. We're ignorant. We're learning. And we're, we're, we're blessed that we have such a fucking devoted following and such a great crew so what that can do in the next five years is crazy to think about but ideally for me that's what it would mean man more chapters more people more events more impact what if in the next five years the level of growth in this podcast and the foundation remains the same it's not the bad what if what if it remains the same you know for me so long as this is the 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 basement of what we're doing that is already an accomplishment yeah. Look at my mom is in here. She has a gummy in her system. I see it. She has <laughs> <laughs> what if this is the, the, the ground floor of what we do? Okay. Success. Already. We're making an impact on what we've done and where Absolutely. we started and where we are. So already I'll take it. But yeah. on the other side of the spectrum, everything yeah. Yeah. and everything in it. Yeah. What Why the foundation not? means to all of us. I mean, we've talked with long-term longevity, passing it on to future generations and the impact that we can leave with having a legacy. But yeah, five years from now, man. I mean, wow. It's exciting to think about. Hector Bruce, why oh. does man you still suck even with Penaldo? Of course, I had oh, to come today Lord. after the Aston Villa. I'm gonna re- I'm assume this is the pinchy Hector from Thorn. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Of course. Ahí te va. Ahí te va. Oh, my mom's looking at me. She gave me a glare. Hey, oh, you can't use that kind of language. Hector Bruce putita. All right. I know you're a Liverpool fan. All right. I know. Your time has come How'd and gone. Today for them? I don't know. I know there were 3 2 with Brentford. It ended up with a 3 3 draw. 3 3 draw? Yeah. Listen here, Brentford drawing motherfucker. The day of honoring yourself will soon come to an end. 
Manchester United will reign supreme and things will work, be as they always were. Amor del Rey. <laughs> I'm more interested in seeing what happens against. Oh, uh, man. We got Arsenal tomorrow, man. We better fucking win. United's on a good one. We up. lost it against Aston Villa, but that that happens. It's a blip on the radar. That's happening. So it's, it's a 10-month season. Michelin, what is your favorite beer? I hate beer. But if I'm going to drink a beer that... It's going to have to be Pacifico. Wow. For you change me, it from Carta Blanca? It's, it's, though, it's always a rotating Carta right. Blanca or Pacifico. Right. At the home, I never have beer. I only have beer at the home if my dad is coming over, if I'm taking it over yeah, to my dad. All right. Aside from that, I, I, there's no beer at our house. Yeah, man. I don't know. Whiskey, Bucanito. That's a, that's a tough one. It really depends on where I am, man, because I don't have an actual like favorite favorite standout. I have to drink it all the time. I mean, that would be like Modelo when I'm at home. Go ahead. But, at Virgin, dude, I love our Invita, our Mexican lager. Here, I love Flama Roja, which, Kevin, you know, get back on that menu. What's happening Get it. You? Yeah. Funkmaster Sweat. Chief Sweat. What made the red man red? I don't even know what that means. I watched the Peter Pan movie with my kids, so it rings a bell. It's when they're jumping in, quote unquote, El Compita Peter Pan is a crew to being part of the Indian Native American crew. And the, the, they started smoking a peace pipe. So what makes the red man red? Uh, I'm going to say marijuana. <laughs> marijuana makes the red man red. <laughs> it's either that or, or Peter Pan kissed, kissed the little indigenous young lady. Uh, and then he turned red. Damn, you went from Indian to Native American to indigenous. What's like, up, dog? Took that Go ahead. Correct. Go ahead. Yeah, That's a- called growth. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I'm going to call that a pass. Yeah, you don't know what it means? No, I'm assuming that's what- I don't know how to answer that. No. I'm assuming that's All what right. he's asking. Marijuana Just and a Louis kiss of a Native American girl. Who is the fourth punk? <laughs> Currently, there will always and has always been three punks. Myself, Kevin, and John. Yes. John has become more of a silent uh, partner in the back of back is of ground. You're, I'm saying it too loud. No, no. A silent I mean, power there it is. In the crowd. <laughs> so people think that third spot is up for grabs. Glasses has done a wonderful, mighty, mighty job. On a shirt. He, he not only thought that he was the fourth punk, he took it upon so his liberties it, to create a shirt where he made himself... The third punk. El compita glasses, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Celebrating Jesus his Christ. three-year anniversary. Three-year anniversary. El compita glasses put himself on the shirt as mucho. the third punk. And I'm cool with it. And Kevin went through it. And he was cool with it. And John as was it, cool with it. As, it. as it stands right now, currently, that's the third punk. All right. Fourth, we ain't got none. Yeah. Three punk ales. Hey, you know bro. what? Hey, check this out, bro. Oh, my God. Check this out. Who's the fourth punk? It's you. All of the supporters, everyone that comes in. Just like when you're on a baseball team, the 10th man is the fan. The fourth punk. Thank you, good night. (laughs) Was that good or not? No, it was horrible. Okay, uh, fuck yourself. What are we, the Seattle Seahawks, right? The 11th man? All right, I'm with it. You guys are all the 11th men. Let's get it. You know what? Forget it. Forget it. it. Next up. That was a good question. Good question. just went up for you. Let's see. What's your favorite beer, Chief Sweat? Who's your favorite punk? All right. Why the big pause? I don't know what that means. Ah, fucking BB. Just BB. Pass? BB. Yeah, hard pass. I don't know what that means. All right. IZ Photos. How does Steve maintain all of his jobs and family time? Same question for Caesar. Uh, is you know that what? Is. Salud. I have a PhD in time management skills. 
I studied overseas at Harvard. Oh, oh it's not overseas? Well, huh. fuck it. I was, I was bamboozled. Maybe it's over a lake. You just go, bro. You just figure out what need, what, what, what I need to dot in at that time and you get it. You yeah. know, sometimes I don't come to the brewery at all during the day. Boom. But I can't not go visit my family and be with my boys or wifey like every day. It's just a matter of prioritizing and getting it done. Yeah, everybody knows the lame ass schedule. The lame ass schedule is like usually yeah. from 2.30 to 10.30. After 10.30 up until 4, it's usually going to be bouncing back and forth between the bar, the brewery, or the podcast. Boom, 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 boom. That's going to fucking suck as soon as uh, kids, intramurals and stuff, or wifey and myself feel comfortable sending them back to jujitsu starts. Because at that point, the schedule takes another fucking walloping, you know? So we'll figure it out as it gets here. But right now, I mean, that's the schedule. I know I'm occupied from 2.30 in the morning to 4 p.m. every day. Whereas you have a PhD in uh, time management, I operate on pure chaos. Tell me more. Just let it go. I just, no, honestly, man, it's like you said, you figure it out. It's what has to be done, you know, tighten the belt, make it work, create that balance, man. I know, you know, I have my daughter 50%, so I know my days are Tuesday, Thursday, every other weekend, and that time is devoted to her, man, and I do the things that I know make her happy and bring me closer to her and create that bond, and now on the other days, I act like a complete hood rat. Hood rat it is. And uh, here we are doing hood rat activities. Not with me, motherfucker. Oh, well, well, well. How the tides have turned. No, I'm just time kidding, man. management, Honestly, it just, it's just, yeah, it's learning what, prioritizing, man. Even like the time that I spend outside of it, it's with people that, again, I think bring me value, bring me happiness, and actually are deserving of that, you know? And I've trimmed the fat on that shit a lot. Mm. I've cut that circle down. So, you know, it, it's, it's prioritizing, man, and realizing you can't please everybody. You can't make everybody happy. So just do what's good for you. Do what's good for your family. Do what's good for your inner circle. And the rest will take care of itself. Gang. Gang. Yes. Que falta? I just love all of you, except Caesar. He's mean. Oh, the Dan from that's not Fall really, Brewing. That's not really a question. That's not a question. That was First more off, like yeah. a, an accusation, yeah. a statement. Congratulations on not knowing how to fucking formulate a question. You could have... You know what, dude? This is why I don't go to Fall anymore. Ever since Chief left, the beer is a... Oh, is it bad? Oh, I just, I mean, it's not good. It's not there. You know, but hey, Dan. Breaking maybe news? Maybe if you, you spent more time learning how to form a fucking question and staying off a of podcast questionnaires, oh. you could make better beer. I'm kidding. I love you. Bre- breaking news? We don't like fall? No, I love Dan. I love fall. Okay, but- He just right. had to be a bitch. Just tell me, because I- was hey, Allegiances are like- He just- I could tell that that was Dan having a gummy. He wanted to talk shit, and I love him for that. Rudy Avalos says- That's my boy that I was talking about. I said he became a new Patreon. I don't know why he's not on there. He sent me a text the other day, just became a Patreon. Uh, maybe his card is pending, guys. Okay. okay. Let's see what's going on. Rudy's a good- So Let's Rudy- see. Rudy Avalos. Who's Rudy Avalos? One of the best friends of Anthony, the owner of Virgin, and he works in the YMCA with Justin. Oh, nice. Yeah, so he's a, he's an IT guy, man. So he likes everything we do. Yeah, he loves it, man. Might as well. Always immediate feedback. Dude, on awesome. the podcast, text me right away, dog. Guys, if you know me or- have access to any of our Instagrams or, or the discord, send us feedback. We want, I'm learning. We're learning. You know, you don't become top fucking tier podcast <laughs> amongst the Mexicans just by kind of like jumping in. I'm taking notes, mental, formulating approaches, things. Let's get it. Let's get it. Last question by the homie Rudy Avalos. Besides Mexican food, what is your favorite food? Go ahead. Man, for me, it's Italian. Okay. Can't even miss. But what you people, people used to get mad when I would say 
that fucking Italian food was my favorite food. And they're like, you have to say Mexican food, fool. Man. You're a, you're a Mexicano. You Take it a step further. Day, What's your favorite dish? Ooh. And shit. Well, Rudy Avalos left off. Allow me to pick it up and bring it home. Okay, motherfucker. Caesar, give me your favorite dish in the Italian yeah, menu. Yeah, um, man. I don't know. It's hard to fuck with a good lasagna, bro. Yeah, it's right. hard to fuck with a good okay. lasagna, bro. I'm with it. They hit that I'm shit right, it. man. Come correct I'm, with I'm, it. Oh, I'm oh, with oh, it. Oh, 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 get it. Oh, oh. Um, I don't know, man. Yeah, Italian food, hands down, doesn't even come close, man. Sometimes I tell people straight up, I like it more than Mexican food. Maybe that's because I didn't spoil my whole life from fucking home Mexican cooking that I like the experience of doing outside of that. But Italian for me. I think I want to come up with something that's not Italian, but I can't. The whole Italian menu from the appetizer all the way to the dessert, for me, non-Mexican is a banger. You get in there, you order the antipasta. The antipasta oh, yeah. comes with all of the meats, the lettuces, oh, the vegetables, oh, yeah. the cheeses, the sauce, todo el pelo, the, the vinegar, the oil. And then you go into your dish or whatever, and it's like a, a nice pasta for me, which would be a, um, it's called the, my favorite My favorite dish is the shrimp linguini. Oh, you know, like a fruit, shit. Like I believe in Italian, they refer to it as a frutti di mare. Oh, the frutti di mare. Oh, yeah. Le frutti di mare. But that's how you say it, bro. Frutta de mare. And it's all of the scallops and all, all seafood on top of a nice wine, garlic, mm. white wine, fucking reduct pasta sauce on top of linguine with shrimp. Me, that's the one. And then so we'll, okay, tiramisu we'll, all the, this, at the uh, end to cap it off. Yeah. I feel like the little girl from the Willy Wonka. What's coming up next, Violet? Wow, Dad, here comes dessert. Oh, God, it's a cobbler. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's your uh, favorite Italian restaurant in San Diego then? It's San Diego. Oh, there's too many. Locally, if I'm going, like if I'm going to go right now, wifey hits me up. Hey, you guys want you want to get some Italian, some pizza? Boom, I'm going to Felipe's. Hands down, no doubt. I, I, Sin duda. I can't believe you said Tira Miso. I thought you were going to say, leave the gun, take the cannoli. No, I fucking hate cannoli. I fucking love cannoli. Well, your fucking that's, horse that's where we die. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, for mine is uh, Cesarina. What's that? It's a... Dope ass fucking spot, dog. Out there off of Voltaire. Not quite like OB, but outside of that, like where Sessions Public used to be. That place fucks. It fucks. It fucks. Right, Majorly. Definitely. It's make make a reservation. It's 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 a it's one of those spots that you want to make sure you're getting in. But that to me takes the cake. I mean, fuck man, there's a lot of good spots. Before you're I left wrong, on a, on our trip. You're to, not uh, wrong, man. To Anaheim. I uh What's the one down in Barrio Logan that's really good too? Italian food? Yes, bro. There's Mama Testas? No. Uh, oh. <laughs> I'm looking it up. CC Asteria. Okay, cool. That spot. También, way. Those are, I would say those are my two favorite in San Diego, man. There's a lot of good ones though. Before I left up to Anaheim to the thing, I went to a restaurant here on the block next door. They specialize in seafood. and It was tasty. And I rarely go in there, but when I went in there, I was like, you know what? Let me get this. What do I know? What do I like? I like the ceviche, el tradicional. Boom. And then they hit me with, uh, I think it was, um, uh, what the fuck is that? A birria torta or chilaquiles torta. Bro, heaven. That was before I, I went up north. and Because right now, like, you know, we're training. We're all trying to lose weight. Mm -hmm. But I took a break, and that was my first meal. Boom. I went to Cruz at 241. Ooh. Handle. With Colonel Colin? Handle, Compita Colin. What is that? What do they call Colin? Uh, what the fuck did he tell me? El gringo frijolero, bro. El gringo frijolero, bro. 
So I was like, damn, don't. If you want to be called that, put in some fucking burgeoning. We'll talk. I'm t- bro. Ooh, damn. Ooh. Gauntlet has been like, now that fool only puts like Baja beers and yeah, 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 the occasional yeah, yeah. three during, punk when he needs the it. Yeah. And fucking thorn, dog. No, come on, bro. Yeah. Take the training wheels off your beer program and put some burgeon <laughs> on there and put some three punk. You are, there. you're not even like frijoles, like fucking the Oya, bro. You're Shit. like the. The black beans that white people make with their fucking pasta salad. So when next time you're down in the hood, <laughs> I highly recommend going down to Cruz of 341. They kill bro. their food. This sounds like a fucking ad spot, but I assure you it isn't. No. Right now you were talking about Le Fruto de Mare. I was, Le Fruto de Mare, in the pasta. You know, and then and it reminded me, it's like, fuck, I went next door. I didn't have to go Nobody real far. Stuff, I went yeah. next door and I scooped some killer Baja cuisine, bro. Um, Hit them up. Instagram, Cruz of 241. De La Want. What else you got for me, Muñeco? Bro, What's bro, that? super high last night. Super <laughs> duper, uber high. And Even I though was, you only did half of the gummy. Bro, it was a 20 milligram, but I took a bite out of half. Okay. And so then I sat down, to? I told wife, I was like, math. hey, uh, yeah, 12. Uh, <laughs> I sat down <laughs> and the, the kids four. were asleep. We had, already, we had gone back from fucking a four hour uh, traffic palooza coming down from <laughs> Anaheim, bro. And we gave the boys a bath. We got them all wah, wah, woo, woo, dressed up into bed. Tirados. I told the wife, he's like, hey, I'm going to watch some comedy. I'm going to pop a gummy right quick. She's like, okay, I'll be back here. And um, I got lost watching my favorite comedian do his comedic acts. Thanks, man. I think you're funny too. Uh, dude, Anthony Jesselneck oh. is my fucking okay. favorite comedian of all time. Of all time? Of all time. I can't. I can't rescind that. Bro, he gets down. I every Every joke he does... It's like there. It's been prepped. It's been polished. It's been ready for presentation. He kills it. So last night I sat through two hours of his, uh, more than two, like three hours of his stand-up comedy. Damn. For me, Anthony Jusselneck, Reign Supreme. His podcast is the JRVP show, and it comes out every Tuesday. That I do listen to. And I listen to it religiously every Wednesday morning. Because by the time it comes out Tuesday, like at 1 p.m., I, I ain't listening to podcasts. My podcast doesn't need a schedule. Is from what, like two in the morning to nine in the morning. After that, niet, neverino. <laughs> What's up with you, Caesar? Wrap me oh. up with something you're listening to, something you're doing. Um, today I'm about to leave here and head on over to the Lafayette, visiting some friends that are coming in from out of town for a bachelorette party. I'm gonna go say what's up, and then tomorrow, me and my folks are going down to the Padres game to go see los Tucanes. This bailamos con el tuca, el tuca, tucanazo. Bailamos con el tuca, 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 tucanazo. Somebody was supposed to give me tickets, but they didn't. I have two tickets for Sunday. No, it's too late. For I have two tickets for Sundays. Los Tucanes. Is it pre or post? Post. It's post? Yeah. Damn, people are going to be all butter when the Padres lose again. Fucking well, not hate only that, you. It's like when one to four, you're going to see the hot sonando ass. La banda. I feel like anytime I listen to this kind of music, bro, man, I could be fucking on my deathbed. Check this out. When I'm Check fucking out, dying of baby. fucking what cancer, oh, all right? Shit. When I'm 97 and, and things are chaka shit right now, like, oh, I'm in bed. Oh, give him more morphine. He's not going to make it. I swear to God, if you put shit like this on, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a wiggle my fingers. I'm going to give you a wink. I'm going to stick on my tongue. And at that point, you know, like, levanten me. Let's get it. You know, and I'll, and I'll pound up thinking bucanitas or... Mixed greens from Virgin Beer Company. 
from the hills of Carlsbad. <laughs> Are there hills in Carlsbad? <laughs> I mean, on the golf course next to us. <laughs> from the man-made hills of Carlsbad. <sighs> Finish his beard. Oh, man. It's all good, man. I, I mean, you tell me, man. Palm Springs, dog. What are you looking forward to? Golf? golf. Relaxation? Golf, eating, and drinking. So who's golfing? You, Pops, and Sean? El Cuñao. Me and the Cuñalo. So I already have two rounds of golf under my belt from when come, when vacation started. Uh-huh. One, two. Yes. So I have definitely yeah. two more coming at me in the next three days. So when we come back on Friday, I'm trying to get in Friday, Saturday. Go- oh, no. Friday, I can't. El compita Julio's getting married, dog. Ooh. I almost want to boo that. No. I- I'm going to give you the cheer. Hey, he I'm gonna give you the it. cheer. He deserves it. But let me tell you. Let him throw away his life. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I voted for your right <laughs> to be miserable. Felicidades al compita Julio y a la amiguita Valeria que se van a casar de matrimonio el viernes en el Valle de Guadalupe. Precisamente el Esteban García va a ser el padrino de los tragos. I've been anointed the godfather of drinks, alias padrino de, 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 de licor. So I gotta take 15 bottles of bucanitas. And I gotta take fucking two kegs. So the compita uh, Colin from the 241, Cocina Los 41, and Cervecería Transpeninsular in Ensenada hooked me up with two kegs. So I gotta go pick them shits up on Friday. Bro, I completely forgot. My boy's getting me. I haven't gotten a suit. You have to do that. I'm one of, I do because I'm one of the best men. This motherfucker he had like man, 17 right? best men, you know? <laughs> he only needed two, and I would have still been number one. But whatever. And um, Seaway, there's so much going on this week. Oh, I'm supposed to be on vacation. But you know what? It will be a vacation. I will be in Palm Springs. I will mm. be in Ensenada. And then I will be back home, and I'm ready to golf, bro. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Hit me up. Let's do some golfing. Anybody. Everybody. Let the parties hit the flow. Que mas, papa? Now that way, let's, all, wrap. Let's, yeah, let's wrap it up, dog. That's a wrap. Damn, we did this long. It was an hour and 30 minutes. Oh, we haven't done that in a minute, dog. <laughs> we got to know our feelings, though. Ladies and gentlemen, okay, thank you for listening. Right Big down. ups, rest in peace to Chris Garden. That's the homie. We love you. Possibly put it on tap over here at the Balboa. Ooh, who said that, Justin? I, I have no idea. Oh, I, see, I think it's James Justin. Email or text? DM. It is what it is. It is what it is. Live music.